Hi friends, I'm Megan Kelly, co-pastor at Clanton First United Methodist Church. Welcome to this Advent podcast series. We all know that 2020 has been a doozy of a year. And though we are ready for some Christmas cheer right now, we still must wait with anticipation for the coming of the Christ child. My prayer is that this brief weekly time together here can prepare us for a Christmas full of hope, love, joy, and peace. So maybe light a candle or sip from a steaming hot mug, close your eyes, and take a slow, steady breath, for joy is here. I guess I was just tired. I don't know. It was about a week or so before Christmas and I still just wasn't feeling it. You know, the joy of the season. I had been faking it pretty well that year, going through the motions, doing all the things, adorning wrapped gifts with golden ribbons, baking my great Aunt Chris's sweet potato casserole for the potlucks, singing the carols and otherwise trying to make merry. But even still, it just wasn't there. I wanted to feel the joy and the anticipation leading up to Christmas, but truthfully, I just didn't. There was sort of a blah kind of feeling. That's the very technical word for it, I believe. In comparison to the dumpster fire that has been 2020, I don't think there was anything back then that could actually warrant a lack of joy. In retrospect, I was probably burned out. Too many tasks and responsibilities in my hands, and not enough quiet and simple soulfulness. It's possible there were old griefs that were surfacing in my heart, desperate to be comforted. But when you're busy and not interested in feeling the painful stuff, There's a tendency to shove it down deep. We do that all the time with anger and disappointment and brokenness. We think that if we ignore the discomfort, we can bypass it and head straight for Christmas cheer. But there is no shortcut to joy. She will elude us if it is not genuine. But there is one thing I know that always ushers genuine joy into my heart. I don't always want to engage in this practice, but I never regret it. In that year when I was just blah at Christmas time, I remember buttoning into a black pantsuit and slipping on black heels for a short funeral. It was a drizzly and chilly Saturday, and even though I really just wanted to rush home after the funeral and hop back into cozy jammies, I did have one church member to check on. The week had been full, and I never made it around to Miss C, but I knew the next week would slip away too, and I didn't want to bypass her. She lived alone and with chronic pain. Because of her health condition and personal situation, she was pretty dependent on others for their help. 
She needed others to get groceries, to pick up prescriptions, to take her to craft fairs so she could set up shop and earn a supplemental income to help cover her insurance. By the way, her Etsy shop is called Furry Thangs. Check it out. She even does custom orders. Anyway, in this blah year, after a funeral service, I decided to check in on Missy before heading home. I noticed that her little tree wasn't up this year. It was so close to Christmas, I asked her about it. She confessed that she just didn't have the physical stamina or ability to do it this year. It was stuck in a closet, and it was too much for her body to unpack it and put it on display. That is when joy began to slip into my heart, unbeknownst to me. I asked her to show me where the tiny plastic tree was tucked away. She led me down the hall into the back bedroom. With my heels and black pantsuit, I hoisted the box down and carried it to the living room. I sat on the floor and sorted the ornaments, untangled the lights, and pieced the limbs on the short trunk. It was then, in simple service to another, that the joy of the season was born in me. I caught myself smiling spontaneously without having to force it or fake it. Just genuine joy spread across my face. always feel like tending to the needs of others. It may feel like a nuisance or an unnecessary interruption. We might not be dressed for it and we might be too tired to take those steps. But what if we are missing wonderful opportunities of God's grace waiting to wrap around not just those whom we serve, but even our very own selves? When we serve others, We bring our faith to life again. Serving is the incarnation of our faith in Jesus Christ. And isn't that what Christmas is all about? The incarnation of God made flesh. This is the good news of great joy for all the world that was announced in Bethlehem. Jesus Christ, who was laid in a simple manger, came not to be served, but to serve. In the end, it was for the joy set before him, so the Bible says, that he endured the cross for our sake. His ultimate act of service, motivated by joy. Truly, our joy and God's great delight is found in serving others.